With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Oh, yeah. It's level three. This is Sports Rage. The Big E, Eric Cohen's going to step up and kick it uh, with us. Countdown to Madness is on. Let's uh, do this thing. Can't wait. Next week at this time, we're going to be breaking it down. Selection Sunday. And uh, Kyle in Atlanta was asking if we're going to do a, a bracket. I have in the past. I want to sort of, I'm weaning myself off running these fantasy leagues and all this type of stuff. It's a pain in the ass. All right. It's, 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 it's a pain in the ass doing this stuff, but I'm up for a March Madness bracket. Good old-fashioned. Come on, it's March Madness. Got to do a bracket. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with a bracket. Um, we'll do the standard $100 entry. Uh, recreational purposes only. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, we'll, do, we'll do the standard uh, March Madness bracket. I've already placed a couple. I've already placed my final four bets. It doesn't mean I'm not going to add a team or two to the portfolio, but I've already gotten in, and one of the teams that I took were Duke. And I'm not really turned off by the fact that Duke lost. So, wow. Can you believe that, though? Listen, the game sailed over the number. That was the lock, right? We talked about it continuously over, 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 over. Just take the over in that game. I am surprised that Duke lost the game outright. I think that it was too much. I think the pressure got to got to everybody. You know what I mean? It was one of those deals where it was just there was so much tension and Coach K, I was surprised that Coach K was as emotional about it as he was. I I really, you know what I mean? And I think that sort of got to the players a bit. If you're a player and you're standing, you're sitting there, you're standing there before the game and you look over at your coach and your coach is crying during the national anthem, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, he's crying during the National Anthem and stuff, and you you look over, and you're a bunch of kids, and you're like, damn, man. Whoa. You know what I mean? Our coach is crying. Jerry Seinfeld's sitting courtside here with the commissioner of the NBA. Every Duke national champion ever is in the building. You know, it was a disappointing loss for the Duke Blue Devils, but there's they got it out of their system, Right. It's funny because coming into the ACC Conference Tournament, I didn't really think they cared too much about it. You know, they won the regular season title. They had that last home game to deal with. And uh, now they get the ACC. They might be a little bit more interested, only in the sense that Coach K is just going to want them to be playing good basketball right now. All right, coming off the loss right now. If they would have won again, you know, he would have had a different attitude maybe. But it's you know I don't even think it's so much about the results with these conference tournaments for the big time teams. It's more so just about dialing it up. We talked about it with Michigan earlier. If you're Michigan, throw out everything that's happened before. How are you playing now? How you feel now, kid? You feeling good? Yeah, good. Right? You know, you feel like you beat anybody? Good. Right? You know, we all talk about this stuff. We were just talking about this with Bano and look aheads and all that. Like they, the guys, it's it's a pile of crap. Okay. I remember last year, uh, Mick Cronin. Uh, during the UCLA Bruin run, he was asked about, well, you're underdogs again in the next game. He said, well, don't tell our kids that in the room. He goes, they don't think they're underdogs. <laughs> like, you know I mean? like they, he basically said, like, listen, my team's almost overconfident, all right? Like, they, like you know, we sort of think, oh, well, they're under their favorites. Half these kids don't know what the damn point spread is, bro. 
You know what I mean? Where they're playing next, point spreads, all that. It's a pile of crap. They're playing a game. We're betting on it. Late night anger man for class. The Big E. Eric Cohen. Level three has begun. The Big E. Eric Cohen will join us in a couple of moments. All right, we're going to talk. Uh, we'll talk some NHL hockey with Cohen. Uh, we'll get into WrestleMania a little bit. Our boy Pat McAfee will be wrestling against Austin Theory. And um, I didn't know anything about Austin Theory. I haven't really watched uh, the WWE very much. I watch it on Friday sometimes, like when McAfee's on. I know he's like the. Uh, I know he's one of the announcers on Friday Night SmackDown. I never see Monday Night Raw. I got games on. You know, sometimes I'll see the replay type of thing, but I am a wrestling fan, right? But I don't watch it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, you know, the WWE right now isn't, you know, this isn't the WWE heyday. I personally prefer uh, the, the All Elite stuff right now. I think it's just a little bit more old school, and it's just, you know what I mean? It's a little less glitzier. Uh, but WrestleMania is always uh, kick-ass, and WrestleMania is at Jerry's World uh, this year. It's two nights. They got to sell two hundred thousand tickets, so they got to roll out. They got to roll out a big cart, man. They got to do something to get people to want to go for two nights and spend big money to go. And McAfee's big time, um, but it's going to take more than Austin Theory and McAfee to sell two hundred thousand tickets. Stone Cold Steve Austin set to make his return. Now they haven't officially made the announcement yet, but everybody knows what the what the the deal is here. Stone Cold's coming back. Word on the street is going to be against Kevin Owens. So this year, you know what? We're fired up uh, for this. Um, although I said the same thing when WrestleMania was at MetLife a couple of years ago, and I literally was 10 minutes away from the stadium. And I talked about going, and, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And then WrestleMania day came, and it was raining, and I was like, man, I'm not going to WrestleMania. I was like, I mean, like, I was like, well, I was, that was just drunk talk on Friday, right? Like, I was all hammered on the front. I'm going to go on Sunday for sure. And then the Sunday came, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. Uh, the reason I didn't go, because I was like, man, I'm going to get stuck there. I was terrorized. I was terrorized there daily, all right? I seriously have bad flashbacks still to this day of, like, waiting for Ubers and trying to get out of MetLife Stadium and the FanDuel Sportsbook after major events. And if you recall, yeah, it turned into a big uh, debacle, too. There was, like, 50,000 people stranded all night in a parking lot. What a shock. All right, the big ear caller will join us. What's up with the Leafs? What should the Bills do? Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's time to stop making excuses. The peace of mind you get after a colonoscopy is worth it. It's the best way to prevent and detect one of the deadliest cancers. In fact, your doctor can remove precancerous polyps during the procedure if necessary. That's right, before it even turns to cancer. No buts about it. Get a colonoscopy at 45 and follow up every 10 years or as recommended by your doctor. Find a location or schedule now at avera.org colon. The Late Night Anger Management Class, Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Let's do this thing. Let's bring in the Big E, Eric Cohen, TSN Edge in the house. A lot of stuff to get to with the Big E. Cohen, it's always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? 
Always enjoy it, Gabe. How are you, my friend? Now, first things first, Colin, um, you were supposed to join us at midweek uh, last week, uh, but you're watching your buddy's house, and the house got robbed. So I got to say, you weren't doing a great job watching the house, uh, Colin. Tell me about this. So well, your buddy goes to Florida, and he says, watch my house when I'm gone, which means what? Like, oh, yeah. what were you supposed to do? Like, set up shop 24-7? But oh, no, then the, the house you're watching actually gets robbed. The what happened? Part, the funniest part about this is that, you know, the, the house I'm watching, I'm actually over at the uh, the son's house right now. I'm watching his parents' house. So, yes, every week I go by, I check it out, make sure everything's good. I know we were supposed to do our hit on Thursday, but what ends up happening is I go over there Thursday, and I'm actually talking to uh, the son on the phone. I'm, I'm pulling up. I'm like, um, is is there some, someone that's supposed to be here? Because the door's wide open, and there's artwork outside. I'm like, uh, something's well, going like on. Like the front door was just swinging wide open type deal? Oh, yeah. The locks was busted. Just a complete disaster. So I had to spend the night with the, with cops, forensic team, getting the door replaced, insurance company. That's why I couldn't come on Thursday night. But then the, again, the funniest part about this, I'm actually sitting beside right now the guy who's who, the son-in-law of the house I'm watching. So he's he listening. He's listening to this laughing as you're bringing this up. So it's uh, it's well, very, very know funny. Yes, I don't know. You know, you know yes. I, I don't know what uh, what more um, you really could have done. Like I said, set up, set up, uh, set right. up shop. I <laughs> so, lived there 24-7. It was just terrible luck. The sounds like an inside up. job, Colin. I'd be investigating you if I was the cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. Oh, God. Exactly. It's hilarious you're bringing this We're up at this his point. Pockets. Right. Good old Coop. Oh, God. Ah. All right, so uh, to Biggie, uh, Eric uh, Cohen, uh, what is so uh, Cohen? Um, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, the Toronto Maple Leafs are right now. 17 goals allowed in their last four games. And going back to actually the new year, actually, it's been a problem for them. Five on five. Worst goals against the average. Five on five in the National Hockey League uh, since the calendar year has changed. 881 is the number that checks in uh, right now. Safe I keep hearing about the concern about the Leaf goaltending, Leaf goaltending, and what they can do. I don't know, bro. Like, Ken Dryden is not available on the market. Patrick Waugh is not available on the market. I hear about these teams talking about picking up a goalie. There's no real great goalie available on the market, and I don't really see the Toronto Maple Leafs making a move uh, right now, but are you are you starting to get uh, a little bit concerned about the back end of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and not just their goaltending, uh, but the bad habits that they've developed right now? Yeah, they won't be they won't be getting a goaltender because as you mentioned, the other alternatives that are out there are not they're not an upgrade over what they have in Campbell and Morazic. And Campbell and Morazic have not been reliable. I mean, Jack Campbell was an all-star. He was great the first two months. The problem is he wore himself out. He had to play every night because Morazic was hurt. So by the time Morazic got healthy and they could do a platoon type system, uh, Campbell lost it. He lost his game. He hasn't had his game in a few months. His numbers, as you mentioned, are atrocious. If you bet uh, against the Maple Leafs, give, you know the, the, the goal total is generally two and a half goals. Like Saturday, Canucks two and a half goals. Every game, their opponent. The opposition's team totals going over every night, huh? That's right, exactly. It's gone over every night in eight of the last nine games. The only game in the last nine. The Leafs have held their opponent under three games, under three goals. Was the Minnesota Wild game? They won three to one. Every other game they've gone over, and you know it's both goalies, Morazic and Campbell. Neither one of them have been very good. I was at the game last night. You can just tell the, the, the body language with Jack Campbell when he gives up a goal. He just, he looks deflated. He puts his head down. He feels like he's let everybody down. He's let the team down. He's a really nice guy, and he wants so badly to perform at a high level. But right now his game isn't there. He's giving up terrible rebounds. He's he's not seeing the puck well, uh, and it's been a problem. He literally, I mean, the, the one game they won that I mentioned against Minnesota 3-1, to one, that was a Morazic start. So Jack Campbell hasn't really had a great start probably in, in about a month, month and a half. And am I concerned? Sure, I'm concerned because I know that this is what the Leafs are going to go into the playoffs with. They're not going to have an upgrade in goaltending. They need to do something on defense, especially if Jake Muzzin's not 100%. And the problem is when Muzzin, when Muzzin was playing, he wasn't even playing well. So it's not like they have a, a you know a great uh, defenseman coming back and Jake Muzzin because Muzzin was struggling. You know Justin Hall has struggled this year. Travis Dermott's taken a step back. Rasmus Sandin didn't even play yesterday after he struggled in the game playing with Morgan Riley. 
against Buffalo. So right now the blue line's a mess, an absolute mess. I don't know who you can, you can count on, maybe Riley and Brody, and then you've got four other question marks. Lilligren's hit or miss. Um, it's been it's it's a humongous concern right now, the blue line. And the goaltending, it's a concern, but you can't do anything about the goaltending. The blue line, maybe you can pick up a guy. But, uh, you know, right now it's, it's definitely not, not where the Leafs want to be. The big year, Kona, with us. This is just not a Stanley Cup caliber team. Uh, right now, unfortunately, they have time to fix this. I think Leaf Nation should back off Campbell a little bit. I mean, short of death threats, I really don't know how much more, you know, they can throw at this guy uh, right now. And you know, it's funny because there was a there was a quote. Um, the the Vancouver Canucks were in New York, and then you know they were on the East Coast essentially. And there was a story in Vancouver about how you know, listen, most of the player agents are based out of New York and Toronto, and there was a story about the Vancouver Canuck players on the East coast meeting their agents and how are things going on the West coast? Do you like playing for the Canucks? Do, do players want to play for the Canucks with the trade deadline coming up? And, you know, I think Cohen with the answer could be said for all the Canadian markets. Actually, the player said that um, they love the city of Vancouver. They enjoy playing for the Canucks, but they warn people that the Twitter abuse is over the top. Like, basically, they, they said, listen, it's all great, and it's great and stuff, but they said there's a lot of crazy losers on Twitter mm-hmm. that'll attack you and your family and stuff like that, and just to ignore it. And just by chance, Colin, I was poking around earlier the day on Twitter, man, and it was insane, man, the things that people are saying to Jack Campbell. Like, you know what I mean? Just just over the top, and I don't, I don't know if it's a Toronto thing more than other, and I've noticed it, man. Like, for lack of a better term, man, there's just a lot of douchebag fans in Toronto, bro. Same thing with the Raptors. Right, guys that aren't really Raptor fans in the old days. Demar's a loser. Kyle's a loser. Everyone's a loser. They suck. They suck. Then they win, and you know these are the same jackasses that are shooting people at the parade after and stuff. There really is. There's just a lot of d-bag sport fans in Toronto, Cohen. You're not one of them. You're a loyal, hardcore fan, but man, there's a lot of just jerk-off fans in that city, bro. Well, you know that's the problem with Twitter, right? Twitter gives all these keyboard warriors who are sitting down there in their mom's basements an opportunity to go and say whatever the hell they want to say, and there's no consequences, repercussions about what they say. Um, you know, it, it, it. I wish it was different uh, because it's not right. Jack Campbell is struggling, but there's absolutely no reason uh, for anybody to be uttering threats or. Those type of remarks. The whole thing is, Cole, like he knows he's struggling. That's the thing. It's not like he needs to be told, oh, yeah, by the way, you suck. He knows he is struggling right now. So people that are supposedly supposed to have his back telling him that he sucks and that they need to get rid of him, whether the same people that were patting him on the back, bro, going into the All-Star game, right? It's just it leads to a toxic, psychopathic culture. It does. It just does. Listen, I don't disagree with you. And the thing about it is that the only benefit from this is that when Jack Campbell was playing at such a high level, you know, the, the question was, well, how the hell are the Leafs going to be able to afford to sign this guy? He's a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, if he's well, having, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. If he's having a Vezina type year, you know, how the hell can the Leafs give this guy $10 million a year? And unfortunately, he's played himself out of that now the last few months. And now it's more of a case of, you know, the Leafs are have to think about the fact, is he the goalie of the future? Or do you just stick with Morazic because you got two more years of term left with him and find another goalie? That's what that's, you know. It, but again, like we talked about this the last time I was on with you. Uh, you know, for Jack Campbell, the, the, the biggest thing's going to be the playoffs, right? Well, he needs to play. Listen, we're up against it here, Cohen. But they're going to need to play better in front of him. Uh, but we can tell you guys, instead of arguing about it and raging about it, just bet the overs. The Leafs are 30 and 23 to the over on the season. And the Jackets, 35 and 17 to the over. The late night anger match for class continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. 
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sunday Bloody Sunday continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi, Sirius XM Channel 159, the Mightier 1090, ESPN Radio, up and down the coast, SoCal style. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, the Biggie, Eric Cohen, TSN Edge in the house. Uh, we were just talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs and um, their defensive uh, struggles, uh, but uh, they are an over machine uh, right now. 30 and 23 to the over on the season, and we were talking about the Jackets. 35, 17 and over uh, on the season. And the total is six and a half in this game, uh, Cohen. Are you willing to bet the over again here? Are you going to take the Jackets team total? 100% I'll be on the over. Uh, the trend is your friend when it comes to the Maple Leafs. And as long as they're as leaky as they are right now on their own end, and as long as they're not getting stellar goaltending right now, it's just not going to fix itself on a you know one-night basis. So, yes, I, I will take the, the over. I believe the Leafs will probably win the game. 5-4, 5-3, and definitely feel like we're in for another high-scoring game. I mean, the Leafs last night, they have, you know, they scored four goals, and if it weren't for Thatcher Demko, it could have been seven or eight. He made a bunch of really nice saves. Uh, the Leafs are generating, with the exception of the Buffalo game, the Leafs are generating a ton of offense. Uh, and it looks like, especially, too, after last night, the the Tavares, Nylander, and now Robertson second line's actually moving, which means, you know, you, you, along with Matthews, Marner and Bunting, you got two very, very dangerous lines. So I see that game being a very high-scoring game. These teams played about two and a half weeks ago, and Columbus beat them 4-3. So it did get to seven. It went to overtime at 4-3 in Columbus. And uh, the last time before that they played, it was a 5-4 result. So, so it's actually a seven the last time they played, believe it or not. That's so right. it's actually technically a push. Um, but the point is it would have gone over uh, this number at six and a half. I don't know if you saw the story, to, uh, Cohen, I tweeted out about Thatcher Demko telling the story about the first time he met Patrick Waugh said that Patrick Waugh was his favorite goalie growing up and he was a massive Patrick Waugh fan and he was going into the NHL draft and he met Patrick Waugh literally and figuratively like Patrick Waugh was the one who interviewed him type of deal and he goes I'm all excited to meet Patrick Waugh and find out what I can do to improve my game and Patrick Waugh says first thing he goes he goes what the F's wrong with you anyways he goes, do you even care? Like, and then, because I guess Th Thatcher Demko used to dance in between whistles and stuff at Boston College. So, you know what I mean? Like, so basically he'd, he'd have fun during the game and he'd play to the crowd and stuff. And he said, whatever, he was just having fun. He's in college. It kept the team loose. And he said that, you know, he was just having fun. And Patrick Watt basically told him, I would never have you on my team. And, and it crushed Demko. Like, Wall was serious. He goes, I don't know what the F you're doing out there dancing. He goes, you look like an idiot. And he goes, you don't look like you take the sport seriously. He goes, we just can't have guys like you on our team. This I, is Patrick Wall telling Demko. Demko was crushed. Good. He was like, wow, that guy was a jerk. Like, Patrick Wall. I guess, Wall, just, I guess sometimes they say, Gabe, it's good to not meet your idols, right? Like, yes. that's, that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Patrick Wall. I mean, if you know Patrick Waugh, you know how competitive he was. You know that, you know, when he was being coached by Jacques Demers in, in Montreal, he, you know, he was babied. He was allowed to do everything he wanted to do. Uh, as soon as the coaching change happened to Mario. He caused issues in the room. You are right about that. Like yeah. everybody, everybody made a big deal about, about Mario Tremblay and, yeah. and the relationship after that. It obviously deteriorated, but people in the room wanted that kind of. They were right. like, all right, enough, man. Yeah, he helped us win the cup. Yes, but because, yeah, he would basically, he he was like LeBron, Patrick Watt, yeah. at, that, at that point with the Canadians. He would tell them, 
yeah, I don't feel like playing tonight, so I won't play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he would basically pick and choose, yeah, I'm not playing tonight. <laughs> like, like, well, like, like, he would roll in and he would tell Demers, yeah, listen, I think I'll, I'll play this game, that game, this yeah. game, and this game, and I won't play that game. Like, he yeah. was 1 million percent running things. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, it takes a special kind of guy to, you know, have a bad night, not get pulled, and as soon as you come to the bench, tell the owner, you know, I, I played my last game for the Montreal Canadiens. I'm done. Like, I, it's not happening anymore. Get rid of me. So... It was, it, it was, it was growing. It, it, you know what I mean? It was, it was, yeah. it was bound to happen at some point. All right, uh, Colin. So um, anything else overnight in the National Hockey League you're looking at before we move on here right now? We've got uh, the Kings at the Bruins, Florida at uh, Buffalo. Uh, we talked about the Leafs and the Jackets, Colorado at the Islanders. The game of the night tomorrow night in the National Hockey League, we have to say, is the Battle of Alberta, Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah, you know what? Uh you have to love how the Flames are playing. Not so much the Oilers. The Oilers were playing well after the coaching change, but they're, they're last. Like the Leafs, bro. They're the West Coast version. They're the Western yeah. Coast, West Conference version of the Toronto Maple Leafs, bro. I just have a hard time taking either of them seriously. Yeah, I, listen, I, that's a fair, that's a fair assumption. I mean, last year, both listen, both the Leafs and the Oilers were heavy favorites in their playoff series, and both lost. Right? It's you the know, same uh, thing, Cohen. After every Oilers and Leaf game online. What an incredible goal from Matthews in a, yeah. in a loss. What a pass from Marner in a loss. Yeah. Oh, my God, Connor McDavid's amazing. Look at this goal that he scored. Yeah, in a loss. <laughs> like, it's just constant, yeah. man. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Unfortunately, it's, uh, you know, both two, both the teams have the same problem right now, right? They're not getting stable goaltending. They don't have a, a good enough blue line. And, uh, they're you know, they're top-heavy with their offenses, right? You mentioned, obviously, Matthews and Marner, and the Leafs have two really good lines, and the Oilers obviously have McDavid and Drysaddle and, and Hyman, but Nugent Hopkins is hurt, and they just don't have a left in their third and fourth line. So there's a lot of parallels on those two teams. The biggie, Eric Cohen. All right, uh, Cohen, speaking of teams, one team that me and Cohen are a fan of, uh, I am not a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, I am a Raptor fan, but uh, me and Cohen are Buffalo Bill fans. And, um, of course, it was the NFL Combine uh, this week. You know, Cohen, you, know, you can argue that there's a couple of ways of looking at it. You can say, well, uh, rookies don't have that much of an impact anyways. And if you're going to get a really good rookie, you're sort of going to develop him. And, you know, if you're looking at the big picture. But at the same point in time, we also see at certain positions, you can't you can have an impact. And looking at the Buffalo Bills right now, they need speed, Cohen. Speed, speed, yep. speed. If I'm the Buffalo Bills, my needs are I want to get another wide receiver. I got to get another DB. And uh, we need some linebackers as well, Cohen. Some linebackers. But I think, you know, there's there's good available players at the back end of the draft. And not just the draft, Cohen, but we saw two years ago the Buccaneers went all in. Yep. This past year the Rams went all in. I think this is the year now where the Bills need to go all in. Like, I think if you're the Bills, you're like, all right, listen, we're close. But you know what? Trey went when, when Trey White went down. We were a little short at the DB. We've got to bring in another elite DB here. We've got to get better. We need another wide receiver, and I'm not opposed to a running back either, Cohen. Like honestly, no, we can't worry about people's feelings and this and that and who's on the team. We right. need to give Allen as much talent around him as possible. This window's not going to be open forever, Cohen. Well, listen, there's, you've heard the rumors, obviously, with Saquon Barkley as far as uh, you know the running back rumors. I think it's a good fit. I don't have a problem with taking a chance on him. And you think he's that much of an upgrade over Devin Singletary? I think, uh, you know what? I think, I don't want to throw Singletary under the bus, but I think that Saquon Barkley can really help a football team, Cohen, that he doesn't need to be the centerpiece on. Right. 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 He goes to the Buffalo Bills. They're not going to count on him to, hey, win the game for us, like they did with the Giants with a terrible offensive line. They Don't tell me that just bringing this guy in on a third down. Like, that's what I'm saying, Cohen. Yes, bring him in. I don't care about hurt feelings. Like, yes, bring him in. And uh, and listen, I mean, Gabriel Davis obviously had that career game against the Chiefs. You certainly hope that you get I like that. him. You go. You hope you get that from a consistent basis from him. Uh, I'm not worried. He's not getting any younger, though. Huh? You know, Diggs isn't getting any younger. No, Diggs. Diggs didn't have the same year this year that he had in his first year with the Bills. And uh, it's interesting. Obviously, I, I have no issue with Cole Beasley leaving. Oh, uh, you hear the Gronk rumors too? There's talk the Bills yeah, want to bring Gronkowski in out there too. So it definitely feels like the guys that have won. I like that, Cohen. Gronk has won before, and he's from Buffalo. Right. Better late than never. I wish he was on our team like ten years ago. <laughs> but right. nevertheless, prime, sure, of course, when he was winning Super Bowls with New England. But, yeah, I'd be okay with that, too. And, again, like, you know, is Dawson Knox going to be okay with that? But as you said, it's we can't – It doesn't matter. 
Right. You can't worry about hurt feelings. You can't. Did Cooper worry- Cup? No, no, but going, was Cooper Cup hurt when they brought Odell in? No. no. It's like, and it was a damn good thing they did because Robert Woods got hurt like two days later. That's right. Exactly. No, you're right. Listen, I believe the Buffalo Bills have everything in front of them. Um, in my mind, they have an outstanding opportunity to win the Super Bowl if Josh stays healthy. They've got so many pieces, but I've certainly anything you can do to improve the team, you're right. You go all in as the Rams did, as the Bucks did the year before, because you see the last two teams that did it, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. All right, Cole, we got about a minute and a half uh, left uh, here. I haven't watched the WWE much um, over the last uh, couple of years. I know there's a lot of negativity about it and this and that, and and but whatever. There's always going to be negativity around uh, the WWE, and they keep on doing their thing. But they've got a massive WrestleMania coming up at uh, at Jerry's World, so it's two nights. They basically need to sell like 200,000 tickets, yeah. which is it's not going to be easy. They're going to have to roll out everything they possibly can. And uh, our our boy Pat McAfee obviously is one of the hottest names in sport right now, mm-hmm. and he's also involved, of course, the uh, the analyst and uh, color commentary on uh, Friday Night SmackDown. So Vince Vince McMahon was on the McAfee show, and Pat is going to wrestle uh, WrestleMania against Austin Theory. And I didn't really know much about this Austin Theory guy, but I'll tell you what, he's damn good on the mic. Actually, it's going to be a fun little going to be a fun little ride going in with the promos going into WrestleMania. And Stone Cold Steve Austin's returning to take on Kevin Owens as well. Like I said, I haven't watched much WWE, but uh, I'm looking forward to this WrestleMania. It sounds like it's going to be a good one. Yeah, you know what? You you mentioned, you know, McAfee and Theory. The, the thing about Theory is Theory plays the role of the uh, the stooge, right? Like the, uh, you know, the, the Vince McMahon stooge, who's just going to do whatever the... The boss, yeah, the protege. Protege. he's Vincent's protege. <laughs> exactly. So that's who McAfee's fighting. And then Kevin Owens, it's not official yet, but Owens' promos obviously are outstanding when it comes to his hatred of Texas. Yeah. So they're definitely setting it up. Um, and, and it would be great if Stone Cold was healthy enough yeah. to do it. Uh, certainly hoping that is the case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's healthy enough to drive a truck into the ring and crush some beers. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Stone Cold's going to bring it to Biggie, Eric Cohen. Follow him on Twitter, uh, the real Eric Cohen. Cohen, always a pleasure. What is it? Real air code or the real air code? Just real air code. Just real air code. I'm buddies with the other air code now, too. I met I met him on Twitter because of whatever. And now uh, I'm buddies with that guy. Hey, always a pleasure, Cohen. Thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure, Gabe. Love it. Take care. Talk soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, Brian, care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Whoa. 
I thought that was the end of uh, light rig number two. I don't know if you saw that, Matthias. <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you notice? Like the. One of the lights just sort of came crashing down. I was like, oh, my. It was one of those. Listen, when you're on every day. I six, the whole thing. You did? Did you see? I'd like, to oh, see yeah. my, I'd like to see my face. I was like, <laughs> it was one of those. Like, I saw the light falling, bro. I was like, oh, boy. It's about to smash. And then for a split second, I was like, into the computer and into the microphone. It's about to smash. So it was like one of those. Bam. It actually hit. And nothing happened. The light still works, and uh, you know, the, nothing flipped over and fell over, but that was close. Uh, that was close. Stupid cables and wires everywhere, man. I tell you, man. I once tripped over, I once tripped over a light, uh, light cables and, like, all the gear and stuff. I tripped over it. I literally, Matthias, fell face first into a wall. Like, literally. Like, like, you could not have, like, scripted it any better. Like, basically, like, like I basically got up, I tumbled, I stepped over these cables and stuff, and it literally, like, tangled me up. And I fell, like, face first. Like, there was no stopping it. It was, like, too, it happened really fast. I was like, oh, 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 boom. And I literally, like, fell, and I hit, like, my face. My, like, I don't know. I got lucky. I hit my forehead type thing. It was like, bang. <laughs> the only thing that saved me, too, is, like, everything in this world, uh, the walls were cheaply built. <laughs> like, I nearly went through the wall, <laughs> essentially. Like, there was a dent in the wall for my head after and stuff. I was like, oh, man. Remember somebody was there, she's like, oh my God, are you all right? I was like, yeah, yeah, it looked worse than it was actually. <laughs> like I caught up. It was like the Harden stuff the other day. That was literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen, man. Uh, I, I tweeted out, it's still out there. Just punch in Harden Falls. James Harden's like sitting on the bench and <laughs> he, there's like the, the, there's like, there's sort of like those hard plastic chairs, but there's like a cushion on top of them. But, like, the cushion fell off type thing. I and mean, I don't know if he took a cushion for whatever. You sort of see him, like, messing with the cushions and stuff. He's, like, leaning over. He's pulling another cushion. He puts another one down. And, like, and, then, and then the chair, the chair just, like, slowly starts going backwards that he's sitting in. And, man, he's, like, the most unathletic dude in the history of the world. Like, like the chair's going down. And he just sort of like goes down with it, like plunk. So he sort of falls backwards. Everyone runs over and helps him up. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, dear God, like this is the guy that's able to drop 30, like blindfolded in the NBA anytime he wants. This guy can't even like, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's a klutz. <laughs> it's, it's really too good. Just look up James, James Harden chair fall. Like it's really, you're going to laugh out loud. Like just the, the slow motionness of it was too good. All right, uh, so uh, thanks to the biggie, Eric Cohn, for uh, kicking it uh, with us. As I said earlier, we'll, I, think we'll, uh, I think we'll wager on WrestleMania this year. We'll get into it. There'll be some numbers out there somewhere for entertainment purposes, uh, of course, only. I've bet on that stuff before. Yeah, you know, I've bet on wrestling before, and I used to bet, like, you know, 100 bucks type thing, 50 bucks a match. There were limits. I remember once one year, you know, they, they were limiting like 25 bucks type thing. You could bet 25 bucks a match on WrestleMania. But then they just sort of opened it up like it was anything else. And I made a mistake one year. I got a little too carried away. I bet like 3,500 bucks on a WrestleMania card. And this is like, I, I don't even follow weekly type stuff, but I was following a little bit more that year. I don't know. I remember I, I moved into this condo. I didn't have cable and stuff. And I was like, ah, screw cable. I just watched everything online. And I was watching Monday Night Raw all the time. This is probably about six, seven years ago. So I was watching Raw. And I kind of knew the storylines and stuff going into WrestleMania. And I was talking to somebody, our boy Fight Ghost, who's uh, a big UFC better. He, he, he used to bet big money on this stuff. <laughs> he, he was betting like $2,000 a match, man. And so I was talking to him, and he's like, oh, it's a lock, and this and that, and well, this guy and that guy. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go all in here. I, I think I bet seven WrestleMania matches at $500 each. And let me tell you, man, when I was like 0-3, 0-4, I was panicking. <laughs> I was panicking. It totally, like, 
it's supposed to be fun. All right, let's let's put a couple of bucks on this and have some fun, drink some beer, and watch WrestleMania. Dude, when you got $3,500 on it at $500 a match and you lose the first three matches and you're down $1,500, you're starting to have second guesses uh, and uh, thoughts about your actions in life. All right? Yeah, that's when you start to question like the judgment uh, that you've made. <laughs> like, like the, you know, it's like, man, this seemed like a hell of a lot better idea a couple hours ago. I'll tell you that. Like, what it was, I remember thinking, I was like, what the hell? And then I won a match, and then I won the next match, and I was like, all right, I'm coming back here. This is good. All right, we're coming back. And I told the story before. You guys would know what uh, what event it was. Some of you diehard wrestling fans would remember. It was... I don't even remember who was wrestling. I think it was Triple H. All I remember was it... it was, I think, you know what? I think it was John Cena. Yeah, it was John Cena. I think I bet against John Cena like a dumbass. <laughs> and... and I think it was Cena. I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure. Like all I remember, because I never liked this guy anyway. So and, and I just remembered, like what had happened. I was like, I cannot believe this guy just screwed me for money when I actually do legitimately not like this guy. Like I don't. I don't hate a lot of teams. Hate's a strong word and stuff. Yeah, life's too short for hatred. But I don't like Shawn Michaels. I've never liked Shawn Michaels, and I still to this day don't like Shawn Michaels. And any any wrestling behind the scenes shoot or anything you listen to. Yo, everybody will tell you, Shawn Michaels is a jerk, all right? So I don't feel bad for disliking the guy. But he was a special guest referee. And that was the one that I had like a 1,000 on. I was like, oh, it was the big match or whatever. And I think it was an underdog. And I was like, oh, this is the, this is the, this is the money one here. And I won. The match ended and stuff, and we won. And then stupid Shawn Michaels came back out as the guest referee and said, no, oh, we got to keep going for whatever reason. And it kept going, and then I ended up losing. And it's basically one of those deals. All results on WWE.com are final. So even though I thought I won, I didn't win, right? It was one of those deals. Like, it's wrestling, so they could do whatever the hell they want to do. <laughs> but for, for those of you out there thinking, how the hell can you bet on wrestling? Whatever, man. How the hell can you bet on basketball? There's no, you know what I mean? It's like the ball, get, you know, the player shoots the ball. It might go in. It might not. Uh, you're betting on the script. That's what you're betting on. You're not betting on who's the tougher fighter. You're betting on what do you think, what do you think Vince McMahon and his writers, what are their plans for the next year? When you're betting on wrestling, that's what you're betting on. Like, you're betting on the storyline. All right, what you know, they're not going to let this guy win because they don't want him being the champion for the next six months. And... Right, and it leads into their next little thing. So you got to figure out, all right, who are they selling? Who do they who do they not like? And that's where it's not, you know, you get into, you know, the behind the scenes newsletters and the podcast and all that type of stuff. Because I got to tell you, like uh, everything in the wrestling world gets leaked, right? There was a dude years ago uh, that knew every man. This guy, but remember, he screwed up. He started parlaying it and stuff, and I think he beat the book for like seventy four thousand dollars. People thought it was one of the writers. It was clearly somebody backstage. But the thing is, it's not like everybody knows everything that's going on, right? It's not like Vince McMahon's going up to every wrestler and telling them what's going on, right? He'll tell them what's going on with their match right before they go out type of deal, right? So there were, I don't know how the hell Buddy knew, but he made the mistake. He went on Reddit and, you know, it was one of these pay-per-view type deals. It wasn't WrestleMania, and he said, here are all the winners tonight. Boom, 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 boom. And he had the odds and stuff. And he said, bet this. Da, 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 da. And Buddy went like 12-0. and 0. Right? And then he did it again. He went on Reddit, and he did it again. He goes, this is what's going to happen. And then he started getting more detailed, right, about this is why this is going to happen. They don't like her. <laughs> he started doing little things. Vince doesn't like her, doesn't think she's like a, a material, like main event material to carry. And, like, he started giving away little things. And people started betting it. People were like, I don't know, who is he and stuff? And, you know, it's the internet, what's real, what's not. But this guy was like literally, I think he was like 36 and 0. I think there was three cards in a row that he basically just drilled. That it was like, yeah, this, this dude knows something. This guy's like in the room. This guy, like, it's impossible. And, um, but he made the mistake, he parlayed it. 
Right? Remember, like, there was one of the books that they didn't want to pay. They were like, man, we just got beat for like $78,000 on a, on a wrestling card here. And I, they accused the guy of knowing, and it turned into a big thing. And then Vince got upset and found out, and it was real because he changed his modest of operand. You know what I mean? He changed things after. Because he, he totally went, like, dark after that. Like, before, there were probably six people, like, type thing in the room that would know what was going to happen. I know in WrestleMania, he's pretty insane about this stuff now. Like, to the point where he'll leak fake stuff. It, you know, it's like movies, right? You know what I mean? It's like movies. Like, producers, like a Batman movie and stuff, they'll do a couple of endings, right? Just because they know... They know that someone on the set is going to leak something. Somebody's going to say something about something. So if you have just a, you know, you, you just sort of, now you shoot this, you shoot that, and no one really knows. You shoot it out of order. That's another thing that they'll do. They'll shoot a movie out of order to confuse people on the set and stuff, right? To Because everything, it's big money, guys, right? If you're thinking, oh, it's ridiculous and stuff. If you know what's going to happen to WrestleMania, you're not going to pay for it. Oh, I already know. It's on the internet. Some guy on the inside knows. So Vince will even tell people things. Yeah, this is what's going to happen. You're going to win. And then he'll see if it gets leaked and it'll change it. And, you know, it's a fascinating little uh, dynamic. Now, let's get to the UFC, which is really just the WWE real punches. I've always said that. I always knew that. Right? Listen, the UFC in the, in the early days, it used to be, you know, fat guys with Nikes and stuff like that. There was no weight classes. <laughs> but, you know, it went from, like, you know, the psycho world. But I knew years ago, right, like, if you look at the UFC, they really patterned their, you know, Vince set the table. Right? The boxing guys with the pay-per-views, but Vince set the table. Dana Dana will admit it that he basically used a lot of what Vince McMahon set set the blueprint uh, to do, there's a lot of similarities. You look at a crossover between the two of them now. But I remember years ago, it's probably about five years ago, there was like one of the new executives at the UFC did an interview. And they asked him, what's the future of the UFC? And he said, more entertainment-based. And I said at the time, well, what, what do you think that means? I said, it means wrestling, right? It means smack talk and sort of, you know what I mean? Like they, they want... You know, they used to be that we're not like that. We're about the fights and stuff. Like, the UFC, like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't want, they don't want, like, big, like, entrances and all that. Like, they used to be against that. But you'll notice, you know, who gets promoted the most in the company? People that run their mouth, right? And, like, you know, Covington's a great example of that. I told you. That was just, it was a dumb fight. Like, whatever. Ooh, they don't like each other. You know, whatever, man. Exactly what we thought was going to happen. I usually don't play exact finishes either, but we knew Covington would win via decision, and he did. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Yeah, six and one we went on uh, Saturday to UFC. Our only loss was over one and a half rounds in the Greg Hardy fight, which I wasn't going to do. I threw that on just for the sake of it because I, I, I had my picks, and then I was like, ah, oh, this fight's the first fight. And I wasn't going to bet it, right? I didn't trust Hardy, and I didn't whatever. I don't well, think what Hardy is. Like, not only does he have that baggage and stuff like that, but he's not very good. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, dude, like, you've been around this sport for a while. Like, it's one of those deals. He's just not very good. Like, he's not. And he's not getting better. So, you know, I don't know. They have him around because people hate him, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever the reason is. But, like, the whole thing is, like, it's like it's not like he's good or something. He's not. Right? He just he hasn't gotten better. Most football players are not very good at this. Yeah, it's you know it's not a sport. You know, MMA is not a sport that you could just jump in when you're 30 type thing, right? It's not. You know what I mean? Like if you've been a football player your whole life, there's too much to learn. It's just it's, it's a different dynamic. Like yeah, honestly, like what football players have been good at this? That I said, all right, you know, Matt Mitrione was a football player. He was all right. You know what I mean? Uh, Brennan Schaub was a football player. He's all right. You know what I'm saying? Um, remember there was the massive dude on one of those Ultimate Fighter shows early. He was terrible. He was a big, big dude. I said, like football players, it just it doesn't translate. You know who's you know, and you know who Matthias actually was probably the best football player fighter. Like Brock Lesnar, you know, Brock Lesnar could be a football player, but he wasn't really a football player, he was a wrestler. But you know who's actually not bad because he stuck with it and he has, you know what I mean, is uh OSP. All Van St. Pro. He was a football player, Tennessee, and he's he's pretty good. You know what I mean? He's all right, but he's also, you know what I mean? Am I missing? Like, who's That's a football player? Yeah, he's okay. He's pretty good. You know what I mean? But, like. I, I also like Eric Enders, the middleweight. I think that he's okay. better as a fighter. Okay. Not great. He's been around forever. He's okay. You know, I'm going to look into this. Best football player fighter after. Great job uh, tonight. Quickest 180 minutes in Sports Talk Radio tonight. Super uber fast. We'll do it again tomorrow night. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.